just because the NFL season is now firmly in the rearview mirror does not mean the betting season is over. Oh, no, 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 no. There is still plenty of opportunities to put a little something-something on the games. The NBA, college basketball, NHL, yes, golf. No matter what tickles your fancy, there is still plenty of action to whet your appetite. But just remember, where you bet is every bit as important, if not more so, than what you're betting on. That's why I tell my friends to go to mybookie.com. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big DraftKings fan duel, whatever. No, 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 no. Johnny come lately's. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does that matter? Oh, I don't know. In a million ways. Better lines, better payouts, less rules, you name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and have your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Now, make sure you read the rules on payouts regarding bonus wagering. It does require certain levels of wagering to collect your money. But if you just want to bet straight up, you don't want the deposit, you want to make a one-time bet for a million dollars, win it, and then walk away, Fine, you can do that as well. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. Bet, win, and most importantly, get paid with my bookie today. You've heard me talk about Tacovas, the company carrying on all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. Well, longtime listener Jeremy emailed me to say, Zabe, I was on a work trip to Austin, knew about Tacovas from the podcast, stopped into the store. Next thing you know, I've got a damn good pair of boots and I'm looking sharp with a nice buzz to boot. Giddy up. Tacovas believes in Western for all. And you can feel that when you stop in one of their stores and get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. If you can't make it into the store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T E C O V A S.com and point your toes west. And as a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 at Tacovas.com. Just use promo code ZABE, that's promo code Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, at checkout. It's a $30 value, and they sell out fast. Only at Tacovas.com. Today, plausibly live, it's the Zabecast. We'll do it live! Fuck it! I'll write it and we'll do it live! Today's guest, sports radio lifer and DC, Jewish sports hall of famer, Andy Poland. Uh (laughs) (laughs) And now, let's get to yakking. Here we go! Greatest reality show ever, the National Football League has yet again delivered. Andy Pollan, happy Sunday evening to you, my friend. We've got a lot to talk about, and that extends back into Saturday, where I guess now college coaches are all just going to become WWE (laughs) heels. 
right? Yeah, yeah. Well, they're all sensitive. Like, oh, ooh, yeah, right. You said something. You, you said we weren't tough enough. <laughs> Lou Holtz is what? <laughs> It's 85? <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know. We're going to get yeah. to the Ryan Day, Lou Holtz one, Dan Lanning as well with Dion. So a lot to get to. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I want to begin with Taylor Swift at the Chiefs game. <laughs> I know this has I know this has almost no relevance uh, for you, Andy, and your world. Right. But I can say, knowing with daughters that age and just knowing the culture, this was a huge fucking deal that she was there because there was these rumors like, well, maybe they're seeing each other, maybe not. Maybe they're hanging out. Maybe they're just friends. And there was sort of like back and forth downplaying it. And then, boom, not only there she was, she was there in the suite with Kelsey's mom. And she's bouncing up and down, high five and chest bump and screaming, let's fucking go. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's know, a that's a big deal. She is the Madonna of this era when Madonna was at her peak. She is the global icon of global icons. No question. And and probably considered to be a little bit more pure than Madonna, wouldn't you say? I mean, correct. Mo- dads are more comfortable with their daughters <laughs> idolizing Taylor Swift than Madonna. And And in his world, he needs her a lot more than she needs him. I mean, he's really pushing hard for a post-football media career. And I got to say, he's, he's very good. I saw him host Saturday Night Live, the commercials that he does. I watch some of the podcasts that he does with brothers sometimes. He's, he's good. He understands this. And having Taylor Swift a part of this, he knows it's not going to last. This, this is not going to be a, well, a celebrity marriage. But, but they're good for each other. Nobody stays on that bull for more than five seconds. Right. But if you do go close to the five, then guess what? You're you're legend. Somebody said now, I gotta find out what rhymes with Kelsey because the breakup song <laughs> is gonna be fantastic. I went to rhymezone.com. What yeah. rhymes with Kelsey? Uh right. she'll see. Uh let's see. Unless he, uh Elsie, Welby, Delhi, Messi, uh uh, let's see. <laughs> There's a bunch more in there, but who knows? And, of course, the Bears had the worst week any NFL team could possibly have short of losing somebody to a tragic murder like the Redskins did with Sean Taylor. They had their lawnmower stolen, Andy, on Friday night. <laughs> they did. They did. I mean, 100. And, and now on top of that, People are making jokes like, you know, hopefully they, they stole the playbook while they were at it. You know? <laughs> exactly. And this was the week that, you know, Justin Fields had to mop up what he said about I'm getting bad coach. Or not, he didn't say that. He said it might be coaching. I, you know, here's the thing. So we've already had uh, Derek Carr got walloped in the Packer game. More on that in a second. He's going to be out a couple weeks at least with a sprained AC joint in his shoulder. So, with him being out, I'm counting five QB1s already that are out of commission. Five. And there's more to come, no doubt. Burrow could be another one out of commission because they say his calf might require a short stint on the IR. You've got several, you have three quarterbacks that are completely unusable at this point. Zach Wilson, unusable. He had at one point in the middle of the third quarter, granted against a Belichick defense, and they're very good, he had like five for 13 yards, or five for 13 passing for 49 yards. 
This is an, in a modern passing game where they make it easy to pass. You can't have that. He's unusable. Fields is unusable. Tannehill is unusable. And there's a number of quarterbacks that are wildly overpaid that people still don't think aren't very good. Right. And, uh, and the football team that I root for. Oh, uh, yes. Sam Howell. Where people were comparing him to a young Russell Wilson. Oh, my God. Uh, you know, I think what we saw in this game number three and his game number four is that he's got a long, long way to go. He played in his previous three starts. He played a disinterested Dallas team. Check. He played an Arizona team that is trying to lose, although somehow they, they won today the against. Yeah, they, they 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 got up for today's game against the Cowboys and beat them. Although Dallas played a D minus game, really oh, terrible game. This, these are the kind of games that'll get McCarthy fired by Jerry Jones. Well, it's, it, it, I I would say eventually yes, in a normal situation, but the way I understand it is, if you work for Jerry and you let Jerry sit in your film room and you let Jerry <laughs> be Jerry, You'll you're s- going to be okay. Right, you know? sort of like uh, Wade Phillips lasted a lot yeah. longer than people would have thought because right. he let Jerry play with the steering wheel while driving. Right, he complied. And then the, the third start that uh, that Sam Howell had before this one was against the Denver team, which right now looks like the biggest dumpster fire in the in the NFL. Maybe the Bears are a close second. Yeah, but. But but given what the expectations were that Sean Payton was going to come in and rescue Russell Wilson, oh my God, this is this is unbelievable. You you can't give up. I mean, the Dolphins are good, no question. But you don't give up seventy points in a game. Right, seventy points. And we'll get to that in a second. But Howell threw four picks in a thirty-seven-three loss to the Bills. Yeah. He got sacked nine times on top of the four picks. That's 13 massively negative plays. And I didn't see the game, but I saw the tweets while I was at the Packer game. I mean, he just looked like shit. You said he, it was almost like it was almost like Heath Shuler territory. Heath Shuler in maybe his third or fourth start, but it was it was around there in his rookie year. He played the Cardinals at home. And the Cardinals were not a good team then. And he threw five picks in that game. They went to overtime and they oh lost through five of them. And and how to me. You know, people are, are really angry at me on Twitter. Oh, God, you know, calm down. It's unfortunate. Yeah, but if you isolate the two games, the one that Schuler played 30 years ago right. and the one that Al played, they're pretty much identical. Nine sacks. How do you take nine sacks? He they, did. They've set up the league to be a TV show about quarterbacks and to yeah. make passing and scoring as easy as possible. And yet the NFL has found itself in this odd spot where there just aren't enough quarterbacks to staff the 32 teams adequately. That when you lose your QB1, it's a complete shit show. I don't know what the league can do to maybe bring it back into a little bit more of a, I'm not sure what the term would be, but you used to be able to win in this league with an okay quarterback. Just okay. A Trent Dilfer, a Trent Dilfer, a Jeff Hostetler, a Brad Johnson. You didn't need a superhero. Didn't need a unicorn. You just needed a guy that couldn't, that didn't know, wouldn't fuck the game up for you basically. Right. Will, yeah, will they well, ever get I, back to that, or do they not want to get back to that? Well, I mean, they, they want this this high-scoring game, and, and the guys that are coming into the league are different than they used to be because they're playing in these high-scoring offenses in college. But the problem, as you say, there just aren't enough of these guys to go around, and the league plays 17 games now. They know that they're, they're going to go to 18 because that's where the money is. And you, you, A, you don't have enough good quarterbacks to sustain this, and B, they can't stay healthy the whole year. 
Even Mahomes in that ridiculous blowout of the Bears was seen limping around. I don't know if it's it's the ankle that he hurt last year. But, you know, th- this is week three. We, right. we got months and months to go on this. All right, so apparently Rivera kicked a field goal down 37 yeah, nothing in the final yeah. few minutes of the game. What was that all about? Well, it was just not, not get shut out. I mean, it was ridiculous. Like, you know, the, the <laughs> they were playing prevent defense, and Howell was picking up yardage here and there. And uh, he decides to kick a field goal because somehow 37-3 looks a lot better than 37 to nothing. Were fans ripping a- him for this? No, not really. I mean, right now, fans are in an odd spot in that. And I, I knew it was going to be this way. It's 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 still the Dan Snyder is gone honeymoon. That's going to last for a while. If this was last year, oh, my God. But also, anybody who was thinking, hey, maybe Ron Rivera sticks around another year. No, he's done. This 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 game will be seen as the one that finally ended it for him. And the question is, can Eric Bieniemy do it do enough good things because obviously when your quarterback gets sacked four times and he throws four picks you're not calling the greatest game either but if his you know his play calling looks similar to what it did in the first two games he may wind up being the coach next year then in miami the dolphins and tua tungavailoa put a 70 burger on sean payton and russell wilson and the denver broncos and it could have been 73 which would have been a new national football league record but they ate it with a 35-yard field goal, I think, or something like that, in their back pocket in the final closing seconds of the game. Afterwards, Mike McDaniel said, look, I didn't feel it was right to be chasing a record. Although he did get it up to 70, maybe because Denver's just that bad and Miami's that good, did McDaniel do the right thing karmically? Oh, yeah. And and the the record for regular season of 72, that was a revenge thing. Now, two guys claimed it. They're both gone. Right. Sam Huff and Vince Bermudo, they claim that they called a timeout to kick the field goal because they wanted to rub it in on Ali Sherman, who they hated. This was so, the Washington Redskins against yep. the New York Giants. What year was it again? 1966. 1966, 72 to nothing, the final score. And according to urban legend, what happened? Well, uh, it was time was running down. The Redskins had the ball. Sam Huff claimed for a long, I guess, till the end of his life that he called timeout so Charlie Gogolak could kick a field goal to make it 72 to. And, they, and, and, and by the way, the Giants got like 40 points themselves. So it wasn't like it was 72, like 72, 41. Yes, yeah, 72, 41. And then Vince Permuto, who was the offensive captain, he was from New York. And he had seen um, Y.A. Tittle throw seven touchdown passes against them a few years earlier. So he wanted to rub it in on them. He claimed he called the timeout, which I think really happened because he was the offensive captain. I don't think the defensive captain could call a timeout, but who knows? Now, the real the real number is 73. That was Chicago against Washington in 1940, 1940 in the NFL championship game. So, yeah. Uh, the third highest score was uh, the L.A. Rams, 70. The Baltimore Colts, 27. That was in 1950. And then there was this one here. I believe one of the worst beatings of recent vintage was the Patriots in the snow beat the Titans like 63 to nothing or something mm-hmm. crazy like that. Yeah, I don't remember that. But it, was like a, it was like a 60 burger, burger, I believe it was. So anyway, after the game, this was great. Sean Payton, who obviously is feeling a little bit <laughs> on the hot seat, even though they're not going to fire him yet, I don't think. 
it's too soon, right? I mean, but what a disaster of his decision. He could have sat tight for one more year, taken a better job than this. Instead, he goes, no, I can fix Russell Wilson. I'm in in Denver. And yeah, now, and he also, yeah. yeah, he also said, and, and I, I get to find this out, but he said that somebody who was in position to buy the commanders had contacted him about working there. And? So, and, and was I Was that guess, true, do you think? I don't know, but I, nobody's asked Josh Harris that, as far as I know. Okay. Uh, it may, not, may not have been him. I don't know. But, but uh, yeah, I mean, he, he, he wanted to get back into coaching. He was terrible on TV. It wasn't like he was good on TV. He was bad on TV. Well, we, so, might, we might find out that he wasn't as good as, at coaching as everyone thought. Because all of his good coaching coincided with the brilliance of Drew Brees, one right. of those quarterbacks upon whom they built a TV show around. Right, and that's just like <laughs> Belichick and Brady, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so here was Sean Payton getting, <laughs> I think, a dumb question. I'm, I'm with Payton on his, this answer here, but this is how snippy he was afterwards. Oh, hold on a second. Oh, hold, hold on a second. Here he was afterwards. You said it's embarrassing, but this is kind of an historic game. I'm more. Third time the team has scored 70 points over 700. What's the question? What's the question? I just finished telling you. Next question. (laughs) (laughs) I'm with him on that. There was no question, and he just dealt with it as well, telling this reporter, yeah, I'm pissed off, I'm embarrassed. What are your feelings on it being historic? What the fuck do you think my feelings are? I, I really want to, like, rip him. Uh, I, I would want to rip him like Lasorda ripped. Uh, who was it that asked about Kingman's performance? It was, it, yeah, it was some guy in Chicago, I think. Uh, yeah. <laughs> was it? It wasn't Les Grobstein, was it? I don't think so. I don't I don't know for sure, but I, I don't think that was the case. Look, uh, we were trying to come up with comps on this. The closest I could think of was George Seifert, who won two Super Bowls in San Francisco, basically with teams Bill Walsh built. But uh, then went one in fifteen in Carolina. Uh, yes, yes, he yeah he he did not do very well and Car- he was terrible in Carolina. But I don't think anyone really thought he was the second coming of anything. Like Sean Payton had an aura to him, you know, tough guy yeah. going for onside kicks, that swagger, that kind of thing. But maybe he wasn't that good. I you know the whole league is predicated on having good quarterback. <laughs> Period. Right. 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 Or, 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 or you have a coach who can develop one. And, and, you know, Tua was a little bit shaky and looks like McDaniel has found the, the right formula. Oh, they're, man. They, they're like Paul Westhead with what he was doing at Loyola Marymount. They're 70, 70 burger without Jalen Waddle. Their yeah. other best wide receiver, Tyreek Hill at a monster day. Uh, by the way, here was uh here was Tommy Lasorda, May 14, 1978, after Dave Kingman went absolutely berserk against three the Dodgers. Homers. Yeah, three homers. Yeah, here we go. What's your opinion of Kingman's performance? What's my opinion of Kingman's performance? What the fuck do you think is my opinion of it? I think it was fucking horseshit. Put that in. I don't fucking opinion of his performance. <laughs> Jesus Christ, he beat us with three fucking home runs. <laughs> what the fuck do you mean? What is my opinion of his performance? How can you ask me a question like that? What is my opinion of his of, of his performance? Jesus Christ, he hit three home runs. Jesus Christ. This is where you say, he's dead already. Stop yeah. hitting him. He's dead already. I think. the fucking game. And you ask me my opinion of his performance. Jesus Christ. I mean, 
That's a tough question to ask me, isn't it? What is my opinion of his performance? Yes, it is. I ask it, and you gave me an answer. Well, I... <laughs> <laughs> Might have been Paul Olden. I think it's Paul oh, Olden. Oh, okay. Now the Yankees PA announcer. I think that's him. Okay, so uh, there, there was one thing uh, from uh, the NFL games this weekend. Let me, let's me let go through the other games real quick, and then we'll get to my uh, day at Lambeau Field as the Packers came back from 18 down uh, to beat the uh, New Orleans Saints in, a, in Jordan Love's first big comeback game as the Packers yeah. moved to 2-1, and one, and they've got the uh, Lions coming up on Thursday. Uh, speaking of the Lions, they beat the Falcons 20-6. to Rather unremarkable game there, other than the fact that the Lions bounced back and played a great game. And uh, I think the Falcons are probably not that not that good when it's all said and done. Uh, talked about the Dolphins 70-burger, 70-20 over the Broncos. Uh, Bills ripped the Commanders 37-3. Uh, the Texans stunned the Jaguars 37-17. And we had, Andy, a 85-yard white fullback kickoff return for a touchdown for the Texans. I thought you were going to play it. Oh, oh yeah, no, I don't have it, but yeah, that, oh, I, that was one of the that was up. one of the things right there. Uh, and it looks like C.J. Stroud is pretty good, all things considered. So, yeah, I, I, and he's an Ohio State quarterback, which you know. Oh is... my God! Imagine if he's the one good Ohio State quarterback, and the Bears chose not to take him because they believed in their Ohio State quarterback, who's not good. Well, but but here's here's where I think they're in great shape. Um, they, they have a, uh, you know, number one pick obviously, and they have the guy who can take them to Caleb Williams. Oh so, my God. Yeah. So in two years, you might say, yeah, they did the right thing. In two you know? years, you think Caleb Williams is staying in school to avoid going to the bears? No, I'm, I'm saying, but by the time he develops, is oh, he going okay. to be the greatest thing when he hits the ground as a rookie? Maybe. Oh. How many of those happen? Not often. Right. Uh, cold speed, the Ravens in overtime. In Baltimore, thanks to five Matt Gay field goals. He had field goals of 31, 53, 54, 53, and then the game-winning walk-off in OT for 53. Yeah, I mean, I, the the, uh, the other thing was that the Ravens had a chance to win it, and they're lining up with Justin Tucker to kick a 61-yarder. And he and nailed it, but it was two yards short. Too short, but the, the people doing I think Beth Mowens was doing the game. I don't know who her partner was. But but they they were talking about the sixty one yard field goal as if it was a forty yarder. Oh yeah, he's he's pretty much automatic from here. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing, uh, Legatron, as they call him, is absolutely sick, but uh, didn't quite catch that one, and it hit the upright uh, down by the base yeah. uh, and did not Cross go in. Mark. Right. Well, not the crossbar, but it hit the the cushioning on the uh, post, I guess. Uh-huh. Uh, Patriots run their streak to fifteen in a row against the Jets, an ugly game, 15-10. to 10. Uh, Zach Wilson's absolutely terrible. Mac Jones got into a fight, allegedly punched the pee-pee of Sauce Gardner. Uh, after the game, Robert Sala was asked, so what are you going to do with a quarterback? Why is this kid Wilson still playing? And he's like, he gives us the best chance to win right now. That's right now. a sad state, isn't it, for the right Jets? Now. I think I think Kirk's going to be traded from the Vikings. They're 0-3. I think he goes to the Jets. Kirk had a monster day again, and, of course, they're blaming him because his pass was picked off in the end zone with 12 seconds left. Uh, the big story in this game as the Chargers escape 28-24 is that Brandon Staley is a fucking moron. He yeah. has made some of the dumbest risk decisions in the NFL in 
my lifetime watching coaches. I'm not against being aggressive. I think most coaches are too conservative. Whatever laminated card he's reading off of, fucking burn it. Burn it with fire. It's wrong. All of it's wrong. He's up for the Vikings have no timeouts left, and he's got fourth and a meaty two at his own 24. And he goes for it, and they get stopped. I know. You dipshit. This is not the percentage play. Not up four. If you're only up three, maybe. If you're only up two, I think there's a strong-ish argument, but it better be fourth and a loaf of bread, not fourth and fucking two. I heard Ross Tucker say this, and I think it's 100% correct. Don't they have a game like this every week? It, it, it wouldn't yes. be unusual if they had like a 10-point win. This is this is how they play every single week. Right, but but Staley loses a lot of these games because he makes completely idiotic de- decisions. He got bailed out there, and of, and of course he also got bailed out because Kevin O'Connell for the Vikings said I should have called for a spike play to get calmed down and set up for their best shot at a touchdown to win the game. Instead, they try to rush it, and that led to the interception at the end of the game. Yeah, I mean, look, the, the, all the time that's spent on time, situation, etc. How about, I mean, not to jump too far around on you, but how about Notre Dame having 10 men on the field for the last play of the game for Ohio State to score? And and the, and the coach basically admitting he's flat-footed because he doesn't have any timeouts and he doesn't want to run a player on the field to get a, get a penalty. What are you doing? You'd, lose, ha- you'd lose a half a yard down there. Yeah. It was like third and goal at the two or yeah, third and fourth and goal to two. Yeah, and and where don't you pay assistant coaches to yeah. be able to say, hey, we're short a guy. The, it was the final two plays. They yeah. only had ten guys on the field. Well, well, I saw it. It was unbelievable. We'll get to them in a second. Uh, Browns crumple and mutilate the Titans, twenty-seven to three. Ryan Tannehill, hundred and four yards. Uh, Miles Garrett continues to terrorize the league. He is becoming the modern-day equivalent of Reggie White. He is right. amazing as a defensive player. That said, um, <laughs> Deshaun Watson had a good game statistically, but then threw a ball backwards overhand to try to avoid a sack. Threw it intentionally backwards overhand to try to avoid a sack. Moron. Right. You're going to win with him? You're going to win a Super Bowl no. with him? No, you're yeah. not going to win with him. Seahawks beat the Panthers 37-27 to uh, despite the Red Rifle riding again for Carolina. Uh, Bryce Young is already hurt uh, for the Panthers. My suspicion is he'll be hurt a lot in his career because he's very, very slight. The Cardinals beat the Cowboys 28-16 to in one of the biggest uh, point spread upsets. This absolutely knocked a lot of people out of survivor pools in this one, um, and there's going to be a lot of tongue wagging down in Dallas. If 2024 is the year you're jetting off to a new country, or even just want to expand your language skills beyond English, then I urge you to check out Rosetta Stone today. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program for over 30 years. Why? Because it works. Instead of drilling vocabulary words, with Rosetta Stone you learn by matching audio, from native speakers to visuals, reading stories, participating in dialogues, and other practical language skills that fast-track your ability to communicate fluently. Not only is it a more effective way to learn, it's more fun. Rosetta Stone's advanced voice recognition technology gives you feedback on how well you pronounce words. Other language learning apps use speech recognition to detect what you said. Rosetta Stone tells you how well you said it. 
Rosetta Stone offers 25 languages with lessons available on your computer, phone, or tablet. And with a lifetime membership, you get forever access to all the lessons for all the languages and never pay a renewal fee. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, ZabeCast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Just because the NFL season is now firmly in the rearview mirror does not mean the betting season is over. Oh, no, 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 no. There is still plenty of opportunities to put a little something-something on the games. The NBA, college basketball, NHL, yes, golf. No matter what tickles your fancy, there is still plenty of action to whet your appetite. But just remember, where you bet is every bit as important, if not more so, than what you're betting on. That's why I tell my friends to go to mybookie.com. A-G. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big DraftKings fan duel, whatever. No, 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 no. Johnny come latelys. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does that matter? Oh, I don't know. In a million ways. Better lines, better payouts, less rules. You name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and have your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Now, make sure you read the rules on payouts regarding bonus wagering. It does require certain levels of wagering to collect your money. But if you just want to bet straight up, you don't want the deposit, you want to make a one-time bet for a million dollars, win it, and then walk away, fine. You can do that as well. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. Bet, win, and most importantly, get paid with my bookie today. That brings us to the Packers and their rally against the uh, New Orleans Saints. 18-17 year final in which Matt LaFleur did something that many coaches are now doing, Andy. If you're trailing two touchdowns with, say, less than about half a half a quarter left, let's call it halfway through the fourth quarter, you're down two touchdowns and you score a touchdown, the new aggressive thinking in the NFL is go for two right away. Right which right. he did, and they converted then the next touchdown, put him ahead to win the game, but also thanks because uh, New Orleans rookie kicker pushed a, a, what would have been a potential game winner wide right. Now, do you get the strategy 
And if you get it, do you buy the strategy? Or are you like, I don't get it, I don't buy it? I get it, and I like it because it puts some pressure on the other team right away. And worst case scenario, you're going to have to go for two the next time. So I, I think that's a smart move to do that. I do. What, what is the conversion rate globally on two-pointers? Like 43%, I want to say. Well, but also, you know, it's been how many years since they moved the extra point back? That's not a gimme anymore. Right. The, the, right, exactly. The difference is, is, has been narrowed. But I think the numbers are the, the global conversion rate, meaning all teams, mm-hmm. all, all players, all situations, two-point conversions, 43%. That's not your actual chances because your team may not be good at two-point conversions. Your quarterback may not be good. You might have players injured in that game. There's a lot of different factors. The, the field could be wet. It could be raining sideways. You can't just assume, well, it's a 43% chance. But I get the strategy of you put that immediate pressure on the opposing team, which makes them play nervous and tight and try to do things that could lead to mistakes. Take, you know, yeah. throw, throw passes, commit penalties, et cetera. I get it. It worked I, out I it for too. the Packers. Yeah, I like it. And and by the way, on these on these short yardage at the goal line things, why aren't teams doing the tush push that they do in Philly with Hertz? I, I don't get it. Well, it, it, I, I it tell makes, you what, I, I've seen a lot of teams try it. Nobody's as good as Philly. Okay, but but work then practice it, or <laughs> or have a have a guy like Tebow on your team who specializes in that. Just sure. But it I, it makes me sick when I see somebody lining up. At, at like the half yard line and they line up and shotgun. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I just don't get it. I know. I know. So people are around uh, harassing me. They're hounding me and harassing or harounding me. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're harassing me on Twitter. You ale theored it. You, you ale theored it. Didn't you? you, you left the game early. You missed that great comeback for the Packers to which I reply. And this is from a Simpsons episode, Andy, it's become a meme now where Lisa tries to talk to the bus driver and the bus driver has a sign at the front of the bus that says no talking to the bus driver. Mm-hmm. And she tries to talk to him and he points to the sign. And then she keeps trying to talk to him and he says, don't make me tap the sign <laughs> to remind her, you know, hey, people, don't make me tap the sign. Always <laughs> leave early. Did I leave? Yes, I fucking left. I left because I invented the ale theory, and the A in ale stands for always. But there's an asterisk. It's not always that I do leave a game early. Sometimes I will stay if it makes sense. But don't forget, when you say, well, did you stay? Bro, I ailed the Super Bowl. That's who I am, bitch. Look me up. So here's the deal. They're down 17-0. They look like warmed-over ass. I've got a two-hour drive down from Green Bay, back to Milwaukee. It's a Sunday. There's a ton of other football on. My couch is calling. A a comeback is unlikely, and traffic can get really bad leaving Green Bay going south to Milwaukee. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm leaving. I'll do it again as well. Last year, me and my producer, Josh, Ale theoried the Patriot game at Lambeau, one of the most beautiful weather days I've seen for football almost in my lifetime. But it was because, well, we didn't, we didn't want to get behind on our Sunday night schedule. So we missed an overtime field goal the Packers kicked to win the game. Right. Do I yearn for not being there? No. Because you know how the season ended? Seven and fucking ten, losing to the Lions. So I don't, just like, and they beat Bailey Zappi that day. So I'm like, I'm not going to yearn for, oh, I missed the final quarter 
of a comeback win against Jameis Winston because Derek Carr was nearly snapped in two by Rashawn Gary. I still watched it on my iPad while driving down 43. I listened to the great Wayne Larrabee call the game. I pumped my fist as he said, it's wide right, and there is your dagger. I'm honking the horn. People are looking at me on the road. I enjoyed the game. I savored the game. The team I root for still won the game. It doesn't fucking matter that I wasn't there physically. Sorry, am I yelling? I'm yelling now. You're getting getting worked up. No, I mean, look, here's the other thing. It's not like you sold a Picasso at a garage sale for 20 bucks. You know, what what are you going to be able to cash in on later in life that you were there at the end? And anyway, you can just say you were there at the end. Nobody's going to check on it, right? (laughs) Well, uh, yeah, but I don't mind saying when I wasn't there. It's when you leave early, it is a percentage play. And there's a lot of games you stay to the end, and the game is a foregone conclusion in your team's favor. I went back and looked at last year's schedule because I went to all eight home games last year for the Packers, and I went to a road game in Chicago. So that's nine games total. I stayed at four of them to the very end, and I left for five of them. And I don't regret any of it. I stayed to the end of the Lions game that knocked him out of the playoffs and had to be around a bunch of mouthy fucking Lion fans running their yaps as a bunch of do-nothing, you're out of the playoffs too, ass wipes. But I did it because it's the last game of the season. Oh, by the way, and it was just, I think we had the day, I think it was a Saturday too. That's the other thing. If I don't have to wake up in the morning and I got nowhere to be, fuck it, I'll stay. What do I care, right? Like during the 2021 Bucks run to the championship, They had a Friday night game two at home against Atlanta. It was a blowout. They won 125 to 91. You know what I did? I stayed to the end of the fucking game. You know why, Andy? Because it was a Friday night. I had nothing else to do. And I was there with my colleagues, Josh and Armin and Kuhn. And so it's like, we're having a great fucking time. Stay to the end. That's fine. I I stayed to the end of the 2012 Ryder Cup at Medina, even though it was the Europeans that won. I watched... Uh, the, the the winning putt go in while standing in the middle of a European VIP hospitality pavilion and having to listen to a bunch of middle-aged European fan yentas screaming <laughs> bloody murder. But I wanted to see the end of it, and I stayed. So sometimes I do stay. Sometimes I fucking leave, okay? It's all up to your own personal decisions. Hell, I think I've stayed for nine different Capitals playoff losses to the bitter fucking end. You probably have as well, right? Yes, I have. Yes, I have. By the way, I, I believe your daughter's graduating college this year, right? Yes. Will you stay for the whole graduation, or will you want to be funny? Black? You sh- funny. You should ask, Andy. <laughs> the uh, the graduation due to COVID has been cut way back. It is now like an express graduation. But that is June, right? It, it's still months off. Well, it's in it's in May, but here's the deal: for COVID, they cut it down from like three and a half, four hours all told, to mm-hmm. like an hour. They mm-hmm. get them through. Quick, and many parents are very happy about this. Some, though, are like, no, nah, it's, it's, it's not respectful enough. These kids worked hard. Trust me. I'm going to enjoy the express graduation. <laughs> yeah, uh, my, my, my kids went to big schools, so they had, like, separated out into the various schools. So it wasn't, you know, the whole – you didn't have to listen to every graduate walk across the stage. But, All right, let's okay. uh, let's wrap this up. You've been kind enough with your time tonight. we got the Raider game that has already kicked off, and you're missing it, so I apologize I'm for that. It. I'm watching it. Okay, good. I'm you're watching while I'm – Best, best uniform a, combination you'll ever see. It's Andy, Andy is watching. I am ranting. 
<laughs> and he's like, oh, I can watch the game while you rant. Just go. Well, yeah, you go, man. You clearly got under your skin. I mean, you're... <laughs> no, it dude. <laughs> I guess they have gotten under my skin. Yes, you know have. why? You know why? Because they're fucking simpletons, all right? This to, <laughs> staying to the end does not prove your loyalty, <laughs> fandom, or anything else, okay? It just means you're a fucking simpleton. Or you, you don't have to go to work in the morning. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. either way, I don't give a shit. But I do give a shit. So there you yeah. go. Okay, let's talk college. Whew. Tough day for Sunglasses State University, huh? Man, yeah. oh, man. It looks like Dion finally got punched in the eye and a black eye from a from a kid bigger than him. And here comes USC next. You can understand why many people reveled in this beating Oregon gave yeah. him. Sure. And, and Dion got it, too. He understood it. And right. he said, you're going to have to get me now because this is the worst we're going to be. <laughs> Right. They they brought their turnover throne. They traveled that with them. Oh, yeah. There was yeah. a photo of some staffers having to carry the goddamn turnover throne off the field. Right. Yeah. But, you know, they the Oregon is a good team and they I'm sure it was very good the team. Coach, the coach who said, Dan, Lanning. Dan, Dan Lanning. Dan Lanning, yeah. We're not playing for clicks, we're playing for wins and he probably heard from you know, 15 of his cronies and said, boy, I wish you would just shut Dion up. So he did. And he, and he, he wasn't hiding anything. He, what, what are they up? 35, nothing at the half. He said, we're going to keep going. Yeah. And, right. They didn't put much more on the second half though. They didn't pull what a lot of people, what, they didn't pull what the dolphins did. So there's that right. here was landing after the game or actually before the substance. game. Not flash rooted in substance. Today we talk with our pads. You talk with your helmet, right? The Cinderella story is over, man. Right? They're fighting for clicks. We're fighting for wins. There's a difference. Right? There's a difference. Right? This game ain't going to be played in Hollywood. It's going to be played on the grass. Right? It's going to be played on the grass. Let's go. All right. So there you go. Uh, all Fair play, right? All things mm-hmm. considered. Yeah. I didn't think there was anything wrong with what either side did. And the handshake at the midfield was fine. I mean, I, I think, look, Dion has done a great job this year. And this game against USC, where they will be underdogs, they will probably play, each team will probably score well into the 50s the way they play. Neither one of them plays any defense. Yeah. All right. Then there was the Ohio State-Notre Dame game, which was spectacular theater. Agreed? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great game. Iconic programs. Uh, beautiful uniforms, although the alts that Notre Dame wore mm, didn't necessarily mm. care for them. Here was Lou Holtz. 84 years old, I believe, prior to the game on the set of College Game Day, trying to put some gas into his fighting Irish and talk a little smack here. Defensively, our defensive line's better. And you look at Coach Day, and I coached at Ohio State under Woody Hayes. We won the national championship when I was there. So I'm proud of that. However, he has lost to Alabama. Georgia, Clemson, Michigan twice, and everybody that beats them does so because they're more physical than Ohio State. And I think Notre Dame will take that same approach. I know that our schedule, just tell Ohio State this. You, 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 You take this message to Ohio State. You tell them they better bring their lunch because it's going to be a full damn day's work. (laughs) Okay, a geriatric Daffy Duck. Are you really going to take him seriously? Apparently, Ryan Day did. First of all, do you know the reference to what? What? No. 
No, what was that? <laughs> so it's a wrestling thing where Stone Cold oh. Steve Austin says, I'm going to have one beer. What? Two beers. <laughs> what? Three beers. What? So that was funny. But when you say, you know, we're more physical, that's always a hot button. Is it not with coaches? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but, yeah. But, yeah, I think I think they, he's just using it. I think Day, Day took that, and he's going to just use it to fire up his team. I okay. Think that's what that's so yeah. after the game, Ryan Day, after being interviewed by Catherine Tappan, went right in. Did not wait. Did not, you know, do not pass go. Do not collect $500. Go straight to ripping on the 84-year-old Daffy Duck that is Lou Holtz. Down to the wire. And what can you say about the performance? Co- Coach, you knew this one wasn't going to be easy, but it came down to the wire. And what can you say about the performance from your quarterback, Kyle McCord, to finish that drive? Toughness. Toughness. That's it. Physicality. Cross the board. Finish it off. Having guts. You know, like i like to know where Lou Holtz is right now. What he said about our team. He's asleep eating pudding. Yeah. Team, I cannot believe. This is a tough team right here. We're proud to be from Ohio. It's always been Ohio against the world. And it'll continue to be Ohio against the world. But I'll tell you what, I love those kids, and we got a tough team. What did they prove to you tonight in this victory that you'll take toughness. away and run with? Toughness. Everybody's questioning these kids all the time. We had one bad half the last couple years. That's it. Everybody wants to question these guys. These guys are warriors right here to come back and win. This kid right here to come back in the second half and win. I'm emotional about this for a reason. A lot of people question these kids and say a lot of things about them. I love them. When someone attacks your family to come in and win like this is special. It's a great win for our program and a great win for Ohio State. Can you take us through the play call? to? So that was it right there. Uh, how would you grade we're, the we're, response? Win, by the way, has been Ohio versus the world. Do you know the athletic budget for Ohio State University? It's it's insane. It's the highest in the, in the country. Yeah. Us against the world. It, it is Please. a it is a loaded Please. it is a loaded aircraft carrier of money and facilities and everything oh, else. Yeah. They, they are committed to it. Hey, I guess that's what you got to do. So, uh, exit question here: Will the WWEification of college football continue? accelerate or perhaps die down from here on out the rest of the way i think it's going to accelerate it, it, they used to call this bulletin board material but now it's clicks he's right yeah well, i think the bulletin board is college game day or the pat yeah. mcafee show or mm-hmm. all right uh three nothing what is it, seven nothing raiders seven nothing raiders yep all right andy a pleasure as always thank you for your precious time we'll talk next week all right Zay, take See care you, buddy Thanks for listening. Rate, review, tell a friend or two if you like the quality of this audio product. Have yourself a great Monday. As always, I left so much on the cutting room floor that I could have otherwise put into today's Zabecast. We'll try to get to it throughout the week. Thanks for listening. We will see you next time. Just because the NFL season is now firmly in the rearview mirror does not mean the 
betting season is over. Oh, no, 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 no. There is still plenty of opportunities to put a little something-something on the games. The NBA, college basketball, NHL, yes, golf. No matter what tickles your fancy, there is still plenty of action to whet your appetite. But just remember, where you bet is every bit as important, if not more so, than what you're betting on. That's why I tell my friends to go to mybookie.com. AG. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big DraftKings fan duel, whatever. No, 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 no. Johnny come lately's. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does that matter? Oh, I don't know. In a million ways. Better lines, better payouts, less rules, you name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and have your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Now, make sure you read the rules on payouts regarding bonus wagering. It does require certain levels of wagering to collect your money, but if you just want to bet straight up, you don't want the deposit, you want to make a one-time bet for a million dollars, win it, and then walk away, fine. You can do that as well. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. Bet, win, and most importantly, get paid with my bookie today.